Episode 199. Yes, sir. We coming close. We coming yeah. close to that 200. Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. Yeah, we about to get it in. What's going on, Josh? Uh, you know, getting by, bro. You know what I mean? Slowly recovering still. Yeah, um, yeah. Started driving. Uh, it's been about almost two months since the accident, uh, too much since the accident, two months since surgery. So like I, I was cleared to drive a few weeks ago, but I still wasn't ready to. And so I started yeah. driving again, which was nice just to have the freedom to get around. You know what I mean? Right. Um, right. If I wanted something, I didn't need to pay an extra like $20 for it to be delivered type thing. <laughs> you oh. know what I mean? Like Go I wanted- and and fucking Uber Eats and all of that shit is a fucking scam. Dog, I wanted... I had a taste for like a Wendy's chicken sandwich and like fries one day, and like so specific, yeah, like I was just like I, I think I might have saw a Wendy's commercial or something. It was like, oh, yeah, I need yeah. to eat that, and like I hadn't had any of that kind of stuff for weeks because I, first of all, you know, for the first couple of weeks I wasn't really eating, um, and then uh, when I finally started to eat again. Like, um, I still wasn't eating that, you know, just very barely eating anything. And then like, so when I started to really get a, like some kind of appetite, I was like, oh man, I really would go for like, an, like just something that's not the shit that I eat every day pretty much. Yeah. And I went on like DoorDash and like looked it up and it was like, oh, it's like 10 bucks for the meal. And then like with delivery fee and this fee and that fee and then the tip. It was like $20. And I was like, I'm not spending $20 for a fucking Wendy's value meal. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Like, how do you get, you know, essentially the same halal platter that you can get for like five to seven bucks on the street, depending on your neighborhood? That shit come to your crib is like $30. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's insane. Uh, That's absolutely insane. Then, like, like, a lot of these pizza places... Like I called one around me. There's a there's a famous pizza place uh, in Philly called Santucci's, and they do like the square pizzas and upside down yeah. uh, sauce on the top type shit. And I just had a taste for them because they season their sauce differently than like any place I really ate at. And They're, yeah, their pizzas are good. Yeah. Um. And so I uh. I I ordered from there. I called them to order. And because I like looked it up again on like DoorDash or wherever they use Slice or whatever they use, and yeah. it was like twenty five dollars for like a medium pizza, and I was like, I'm not paying twenty five dollars for a medium pizza. It's insane. So I was yeah. like, I'll just call them directly, and it's just what it is. It's so easy through the app because you just like click, 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 click. All right, I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But uh, so I just was like, I'm gonna call them. So I called, and they're just like, All right, it's gonna be this much. And I was like, Why is it so expensive? They're like, Well, we use DoorDash for our deliveries now. Yeah, and it's just like, yep. oh, so I'm just fucked and have to pay for this shit regardless. Mm-hmm. There's a, a a lot of places that are like that, um, where you try to call and they're like, nah, bro, use the app. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because which makes sense. It's crazy we talk about this. I was literally thinking about this yesterday. It makes sense from a, a business model standpoint because, yeah, y'all got to pay a fee to DoorDash. Um, or Grubhub or whatever, but y'all also don't have to have 
of staff of drivers mm-hmm. on deck. You know what I mean? You remember you used to go in a pizza spot, depending <laughs> on where you lived and how popping the spot was, it could be three dudes. Yep. You know what I mean? I remember they used to have a queue. I can't think of uh, what pizza spot we used to go to, but it was like a queue of dudes that would be standing around. Yeah. They'd be like, all right, you know, this go to such and such, a, you know, large cheese pizza, this go to so-and-so. Three drivers on staff. Yeah. You know, with these apps, the the uh, the shops don't have to do that. Nah, because there was a, there's a, there's a Muslim place around me, um, and we used to order from them all the time because they didn't sell pork. So like you yeah. you know you wanted pepperoni you wanted whatever you ne- you never had to worry like oh they're gonna bring us pork instead of the beef that they were supposed to bring, yeah. and <clears throat> so we always use them and I and I've stayed in this area pretty much so I've continued to use them regularly, and anytime you used to go in there there'd be like three dudes sitting around or there'd be like three cars parked directly outside the shop for them to mm-hmm. run in grab their stuff come back and go back out, yeah. and like I went in there not too long ago to pick something up. Cause I just ordered for pickup cause I, uh, was like driving already. So I was like, Oh, this was before surgery and shit, but I was like, go by, but after the pandemic, um, or in the pandemic, whatever. Um, and there was fucking no cars out there. And like, I went in there's no drivers in there and it's just like, yeah, they just use, they use that app slice and yeah, yeah. That's all they do now. You know what I mean? And like, I, I get it. But man, like, and and I get it because it's just like, well, now we don't have a driver to pay for. We don't have to pay them for the hours they're sitting around, and yeah. we don't have to like. I don't know if they're like drivers get insurance. Like, I don't know how these small. I've never, it was one job. I one of the jobs I've never actually had to do. Um, but like, yeah, they don't do. Uh, you know, it's probably save a lot of money on insurance and all types of shit, man. Yeah, like I feel y'all, but yeah. The, the fucking fees are killing me. I don't even want to, like, <laughs> you know how they do uh, the Spotify wrapped at the yeah. end of the year to show you your listening stats? I don't even want to see my, like, Grubhub stats. <laughs> you know Grubhub what I mean? just said you enjoy it. Like, yo, you ordered fucking tacos 72 times this year. Yeah. Like, holy like, shit. <laughs> the money you spent, you could have put a down payment on a house in Pouncing Village. Like, yeah. I don't even want to look at that shit to see yeah. how much fucking money I spent in takeout. Like, you could have lived in Calabasas if you just didn't fucking spend money every day. <laughs> Do you like Brooklyn? <laughs> you could have afforded a place in Brooklyn yeah. with the food you've ordered out, which yeah. is bugged out because I like my cooking. Yeah, exactly. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I unlocked another, like, getting older, like, black person level. Like, I made an official pan of, like, the baked mac and cheese. Ah, word. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like my cooking, and I, you know... I'll be like uh, buying like different shit, like curries and shit, mm-hmm. and I'll just be in the crib and just be like, "Yo, I want a cheesesteak." That's <laughs> not even, not even a a, a, a top tier cheesesteak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like I, I just want one, and I yeah, it's, I know a lot of it is laziness, um, <clears throat> but also other people's cooking tasting really good to me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? So yeah. it's yeah, it's, it's like I I was like that as a kid, wanting like takeout and shit. I never really grew out of that shit. Nah, me neither. I remember when I first moved out. This is why I've tried to tell my son this shit. Like, yo, you can't spend money on food because like when I first moved out, though, I spent money on food every 
that. And even though, and I mm-hmm. stu- and I knew how to cook. Like my mom, like I didn't know how to cook a lot of stuff. I learned more over time. But like, I moved out and could make like three things for myself on a regular yeah. basis. You know what I mean? Or like, if my mom made something, stop back at the house and grab. Like she used to love to use the crock pot and like make meatballs in the crock pot or make like a roast mm. in the crock pot and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. And like, if she knew, she'd be like, "Hey, I made." She couldn't text. I was about to say she texted me, but she couldn't text me back then. Um, right, right. She'd be like, you know, she called me like, oh, I made a pot roast. It's in the fridge or whatever. And I just like run up to a crib and cut off a giant chunk of that shit and run back to the crib in my house. Yeah. Um, but like, I used to eat out like all the time. Like there was a spot called Teddy's Pizza I used to go to all the time. Mm. And one year, uh, when I first moved out, um, it was when it was winter. But like, um, as it got got closer to the summer started to get hot i had no air conditioning in the house it wasn't like central air shit it was this old house that was like split into apartments and shit so it was kind of a shithole it's the yeah. one where the crackhead boy lived like in the front apartment from me and shit uh-huh. um the boy who, who used to complain about us making noise. yes exactly i thought you a smoker like, <laughs> yeah, like, i can smell the crack as i walk in the hallway <laughs> um uh he uh oh but like that apartment was unbearably hot and like i couldn't mm. you know it, it's your first apartment thing like heat the dude when i moved in was like well your utilities are included i was like awesome but that meant he had put a like glass thing over top of the thermostat so you could not touch oh, it oh yeah and yeah, yeah. so like he had it set for like 68 so it was like chilly in the winter and unbearably hot in the summer because there was no ac and i yeah. was like you know what People back in the day didn't use AC. I'm going to thug this out and not get any AC this summer. Yeah. (laughs) Dog, it was so hot. I would come home from work and I would buy, there was a 7-Eleven across the street and I would walk across the street and buy a water ice and a pretzel. And that was my dinner every night for like two months. Because it was like, the water ice is cool and the pretzels bread. So it expands. And and we from Philly, so like soft pretzels, like nice pretzels. And I was like, the bread expands in my stomach, and the water ice is nice and cool. And that was like my dinner for like a yeah. month and change, dog. And a sweet night. and savory mix. Yes, yeah, <laughs> dude, Jesus. it was so bad. And then, like, I finally had to break down and go buy an air conditioner. <laughs> like, I just yeah. I was like, it couldn't. And of course, like a week later, the weather kind of broke and it started to be cooler in the evenings. Mm, but like, yeah. I really, I really tried, man. Like, but yeah, I just, I used to spend so much money. Then, and, like, I kind of never broke out of that. Like, I always kind of spent money yeah. on food. You know what I mean? I'm I'm still on that type time. I have a tab up <laughs> behind, behind, like, the uh, the Zoom tab. Um, this spot, Frankie and Tony's. Okay. I don't know if you've been there. It's, like, a Puerto Rican spot. No. It's not far from here, but, like, uh, Liz and I have been there. Like, it's a sit-down restaurant, but you can also get delivery. Yeah. Food is crazy. Really? Absolutely crazy. I don't know if they got somebody grandma in the back making that shit, but it's yeah, it's crazy. And if I, it ain't, I had the it's thought someone's grandma's recipes or some shit probably. Right. Right. I I had the thought like, damn, I would love like Frankie and Tony's and like they <laughs> <laughs> go like Let's pull, pull that shit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's um yeah, it's just I like my own cooking, but I fucking like delivery too yeah and like i try never to like i don't try to like order from big like i you know not order from like chain shit because like you can get like red lobster on fucking doordash and shit like that i try to do like 
local restaurants you know what i mean because like then at least you're like keeping a local business in in play you know what i mean and giving them some money right yeah fuck all that like uh i might have done like popeyes when that chicken sandwich came Mm -hmm. out because me and Liz was on some like yo people bugging out over this joint like excuse me like uh People bugging out over this joint, like let's see what it is, what it's hitting for. You know what I mean? And it was whatever. It was mid, yeah. It was, yeah. it was whatever. <coughs> um, nah, you good? And um, yeah, no, I feel you. Like I, I did, I did Red Lobster on which because I really wanted cheddar biscuits. That's what I really wanted. Yeah, yeah. But like I couldn't just order ten cheddar biscuits. Like I needed to make a meal out of it. <laughs> Just give me a bag of them, Joe. Yeah, just like bring a bag and like, dude, they could have sent me thirty, and I just would have like kept them in the fridge and reheated them mm-hmm. when I wanted them. Um, but uh, like I ordered like a a, a decent meal it was like thirty five dollars or some shit like that after like fees and all that shit. And yeah. dude, it took them like two hours to bring me my food, so everything was cold by the time I got it. <sighs> And I was just like, I'll never order from these bigger places again. Like cold seafood. Too? Yeah, like cold seafood, Come dog. On. I was so mad. Like I got a lobster tail, like one of the little like oh nine dollar lobster tail joints and mm-hmm. shit like that. And it was just like, this is all cold, which means I don't yeah. and I don't like warming up seafood in the microwave because like just gives you gives it a stink and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And I'm just like, throw your microwave out. Yeah, like I'm like, nah, man. I'm so pissed. I was like, I never ordered. I don't order from the big places anymore. I I specifically do like local restaurants that I know like can use the bread. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I stopped fucking with uh, Uber Eats because like they would never bring me my food. (laughs) They would never bring. It was it was always something. I remember um, we ordered. It was this African spot, which I think may have been where Liz and I went on our first date. Mm-hmm. It was on, it's on, I don't think it's even there anymore, but uh, it was on Baltimore Ave in West Philly. And I Uber Eats some uh, like chicken. Like I got her, her meal and I got my meal. And Bull, one, Bull was like dumb late. Like it, mm-hmm. it was a similar situation where my man took like an hour and 40 minutes to two hours to get to us. And Baltimore Ave from where we lived was probably where where that spot was on Baltimore Ave from where we lived at the time might have been a 10 minute walk if you walk slow. And so it, it might not even have been that long. And homeboy brought my food and like this meal was in there. I don't know. If she got lamb or whatever. Her meal was in there. This whole fucking chicken platter that I paid. And, you know, the. Jamaican, the African spots, you know, Indian spots, they more than like, you know, soul food spots too. Yeah, they yeah, cost yeah. more than, you know, um, regular fast food or whatever. And just my whole chicken shit was just gone. And I'm like, <laughs> my man was like, in the car like, the fuck? fucking chicken good. Right. <laughs> man, that shit smelled crazy. It was like the cartoons with like the smell lines and shit like wafting up to his nose. I can't lie. I did GoPuff. I did delivery for GoPuff a couple times. And every time I get an order and I could see what they ordered or whatever, I'm like, damn, like, I could go for some like butterscotch crimpets right now. Like I could, I can imagine how hard it is. Like if you out there hustling, you making, you know, you trying to get these deliveries done and then you see like somebody food, you're like fucking starving. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I, I get it. 
But yeah, man, no, fuck that. Like, I, can, I, but I also wouldn't be like taking shit out of people's bags and be like, I'm gonna eat this shit. That's, or that's an insane thought. Or like, to actually do this shit. And, and like part of the problem is I've seen it like you you go into like Wawa sometimes or some shit like that and somebody will come in to do like a, they're doing some Uber Eats deliveries or some shit like that and they'll go grab like food off the thing and like walk out and somebody's still bringing the other piece that was supposed to be in that bag because like they don't bother mm-hmm. to check they're just grabbing shit and going it's just like whoop, whoop. yeah and then like time thing I know my son said he had did um like DoorDash uh, for a while. Um, him and his homie would like go out and do DoorDash and then split the cash, and mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> he said they somebody ordered Chick Fil A from uh, uh, for DoorDash, and he and he said that um, I don't know how I don't know if this is like this everywhere. Like I know Philly, mm-hmm. Chick Fil A lines in Philly are like insane. They're crazy. Know, it's not fast food if I gotta wait forty five minutes for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, he said the one time he went there for delivery, it just was like insanely busy. He said he waited two hours for the food, like just sitting mm. in the line waiting to go get the food. Wow! And I was like, I wouldn't want it. Like, how cold is it at that point? Yeah. And like, I don't give a shit what kind of fast food it is. At all, it's nasty if you gotta reheat it. Like, you know what I mean? None of it's good. All to of re- it. Yeah, yeah, like it's not made to be reheated. It's already been yeah. reheated once, like before they give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, I was just like, dude, I would never like. I it's insane to me, like the the wait times. I went and ordered something the other day, and it was like, oh, it's gonna be an hour and a half before it gets to you, and I'm just like. The place is five minutes from my crib. Like, yeah. But I wasn't no. driving yet. So I was like, I can't just go drive over there and pick it up. And right, right. I'm like, my son wasn't home. So I couldn't get him to go just go pick it up for me. And I'm just like, why is it going to take an hour and a half? I can drive to the place in five minutes. Like, yeah. I get it. It's going to take 10, 15 for it to like get cooked. But like, there's no reason why I should take an hour and a half. But it's like you said, it's because none of them keep drivers anymore. So they're reliant on somebody coming to go pick it up and then bring it mm-hmm. to you. And it's just yeah. like, I don't want my food freezing cold and nasty at that point. Like, I, yeah. I'd rather just not get it. I'd rather make something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe well, that'll be my New Year's resolution. Cook to more. like, Yeah. Just cook more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I cook, but not not nearly enough. I feel that. I understand, bro. I understand yeah. completely. Um, I think we can roll into some some stuff to talk about this week before we get to some new music. Um, so there's some craziness going around right now. Apparently, um, <laughs> the, you know, obviously there's a lot of talk, but like there's the nine the no, I say nine eleven commission. There's like a January sixth commission where they're investigating the the fucking attempted coup uh, from January sixth and. Um, New video unearthed uh, the end of last week. Kanye's publicist went and intimidated uh, an election worker in Georgia, telling her like she just needs to admit to fraud that she was helping Biden get elected, yeah. and that she could help her and protect her, and she could get. Um, and she was like, a pu- she's Kanye's publicist posing as a government official. What? Saying, That's gotta be illegal. <laughs> it's gotta sweet. be. And then she was like, "Yeah, I have somebody that'll protect you. His name is Harrison Ford." What? <laughs> like she's she's like, but and like 
I'm guessing not Yo. the Harrison Ford. He's like 80. <laughs> like, right, right. Like shit. Right. Um, and... Like, yo, I know Han Solo. (laughs) (laughs) The real Han Solo. He owed me a hundred (laughs) favors. Yeah, like, wild. I don't, I could not believe it when I was like, and it's like, it's a video. You can find it on the internet. It exists. Like, it's not something like that was made up for an article. This isn't the onion. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. um, But she's like, yeah, you have to admit to like, uh, uh, faking votes and doing all this shit to get Biden elected and blah, 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 blah. Somebody on high knows about you and knows what you did. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? And like, I know Kanye ran for president, but like, I, I, I don't know how his publicist got, is caught up in all this. And I was going to say, I wonder if, uh, this person is just acting on her own. Yeah. Yeah. On interests, you know, or, oh, or outside or, interest too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, or without Ye's direction, because like that's insane. That's insane. Trying to like intimidate. You know, I don't know if this person's considered like a government official, but like, yeah, what an election worker in Georgia, like, and being like, "Yo, you forged five thousand votes. You got to admit that." And it's just like, and yeah. I got fucking Decker from Blade Runner to protect you. Like I like <laughs> right. <laughs> like, what is going on? Like I, I I it was so wild. When I saw it I was like, oh this is a joke. And then like yeah, I read the article and watched the video and was like, oh this is ins- like it's in like it's the shit that you would like go if they wrote this on the boondocks, you'd be like, this is too out there. Yeah, yo, this is too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Kanye's publicist's intimidating vote counters, like it, it'd be wild, and you'd be like, "Oh no, this is just, this has got to be satire," because like this would never happen in real life. But you know, as the Boondocks taught us, you yeah. know, there's only so much satire in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before you just start crossing over into like shit that really happens. If if <laughs> if this person is working for Ye, and you know, in his you know mm-hmm. interests or, or under his direction. It's insane to me because I didn't think publicists did all of that. <laughs> you feel me? I thought publicists just emailed me 20 times a week about indie rock bands that I don't want to write about. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all niggas is doing election fraud? She, like, she is going above and beyond her, uh, her, her credentials as a publicist to go get yeah. these. It's really wild. And like you said, I really think... I Like, I think... Being Kanye's publicist is kind of like the, the attention-grabbing part, you know what I mean, for a headline. Right, right. But, like, she's got to be working for somebody else. Like, there's no way, like, I, yeah. I, I, there's no, no way, way Ye like, sent her to do that. Yeah, like, Ye is like, yo, my man, you know, I, I you know, I'm cool with Trump. Like, you got to go help get him elected. Like, I don't think that's anywhere yeah. how that was happening. I think it really was a situation of, like her going like you know she got hired by somebody else and like maybe the kanye connection helps to like make it even sound crazier so like maybe someone won't believe it if this person reports it type thing um yeah 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 but yeah it was wild and it's only came out because like i think because of the the january 6th commission because Mm -hmm. like it was it was all caught on um like uh i guess like a police officer in who was in the room it was caught on his body cam the body cam oh now your body cam works yeah exactly <laughs> police and he put that police blocker officers, up for that one yeah. um 
Jesus. The, yeah, the, the masking tape. Yeah. <laughs> over the fucking yeah. uh, camera. Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, like that, it all came out because of that. And it's like, it's got really good audio too. Like, I because it was in a room. Oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's in a room. So, like, you can hear pretty crystal clear what's being said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, somebody threw like a compressor on it or something like that. It was like, was you really gonna hear this? <laughs> Yay, fucking engineered and produced the fucking incriminated evidence. Yeah. Yo, throw auto tune on that shit. This <laughs> is just crystal clear sound. Yeah. Yo, this yeah. the the politics in this country have been a joke uh, since the fucking beginning. You know what I mean? I'm not a person who, uh holds on to this fantasy that American politics were once dignified and and just or anything. These people started out, you know, legislating genocide, started out legislating enslavement. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, So the bar has been low. A lot of this shit is like, like, like cartoonish now. You know what I mean? Like a lot of stuff that's been happening and, you know, with the the January sixth thing, um, a big part of uh, the rights argument was that there was this widespread voter fraud. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and even when they they they, you know how the right does, like they make an accusation, and then everybody else has to like play catch up to disprove it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It, it doesn't matter if the accusation is rooted in common sense or fact or reality or anything like that so they 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 made an an accusation like there was mass voter fraud in favor of biden who the fuck would you know put in any effort for joe biden (laughs) you know what i'm saying like who who would do that but they made the accusation then they couldn't prove it so now they're trying to manufacture proof or yeah, you know, I don't want to say now, but whenever this happened, you know, they're trying to make it. They're they're demanding people. You have to say that you you know committed fraud in this election. Joe Biden, he he been in office, man. Like you you know, y'all not y'all not you know uncorking that bottle. No, no. You know what well, I'm shit, saying? A bunch of them was just waiting it, where Kennedy was shot for. Kennedy's son to like magically reappear and become the vice president for Trump. So like, yeah, we're not necessarily yeah. talking about the most put together people in the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not even in the realm of like reality at this no. point. No, no, no. Once all. it, you know, like when they were doing like the uh, PizzaGate shit mm-hmm. and all of that stuff, this shit's off the rails and it's unhinged and it'll it'll become this whole movement because. Because this country coddles these people and doesn't like, you know, call out their racism, homophobia, you know, all this other shit, because this country is kind of like treating these mostly white folks on the right with kid kid gloves, it's only going to embolden them. They're only going to uh, become more irrational mm-hmm. and turn to violence more. Absolutely. Like we saw with this, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse thing, <clears throat> you know, treating fascism with kid gloves doesn't make fascism go away. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we're seeing we're seeing a lot of this shit and, you know, it ain't going to get better. These people are not going to chill out and it's not. 
you know, um, the common uh, argument made has been, oh, well, you know, economic insecurity makes people on the right go crazy or makes, you know, white people radicalized towards like racism and far right fringe groups. That ain't the case, you know, like this this country during the post-war boom, you know, had some of the, you know, greatest economic development mm-hmm. and increases in uh, uh, standards of living that humanity has seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they were still lynching black people all around this country. They were still spitting on kids going into school and you know in those the decades that followed the post-war boom so you know all of this and i know that's like anecdotal or whatever but you know all this idea that you know oh the economy will fix itself and white people will stop being racist psychopaths it don't work like that no it don't work like that no that's it's culturally ingrained i mean we they're already trying to not teach like real history and like everybody's worried about critical race theory and god forbid we actually teach real history um yeah yeah it's it's not you know like there's there's only so much you can do like you're gonna if you stoke the fires and you stoke the fire and you stoke the fire and you pour gasoline on that bitch it's just gonna burn like you're not gonna it's not gonna not burn because now you like throw a little bit of water on it like no it's past that point you know what i mean right so like making sure like white people have a jobs that can pay their bills is not going to stop them from going like, yeah, but I don't like this person and I don't like these yeah. people and stop, you know, we got to stop immigration and we got to do this, that, and the third, like none of that yeah. stuff is just going to magically stop because, um, white folks are, you know, somewhat, you know, uh, pacified. Like th- yeah. that doesn't stop. It's going to be comfortable all. and racist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? You never, you never met or heard of a rich racist person. <laughs> like, I mean, you know Donald I mean? Sterling is right there. The owner from the Suns is right there. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on before we get to new music, real quick. Um, so Kanye and Drake had their concert. Well, it was Kanye's concert essentially. Drake, I think, shows up for like two songs, and then that's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was cool. It was nice to see Kanye perform some of his older stuff. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um. So he 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 does the song "Touch the Sky," which I always loved. I always loved that joint, "Touch the Sky." Yeah, um, Curtis Mayfield sample. Yeah, yeah, and Lupe's on that joint, all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Like, did, and Lupe before like people knew who Lupe really was, type thing. Yeah. Um, and he has the the uh, the line in the song where he's talking about the car accident, and he goes, "I must have died in that accident because this must be heaven," and mm-hmm. like the reference is like. The fame, the newfound fame that he's having is is like, oh, this must be heaven. It must be great now. Like, I, you know, everything's going to be great because now I have money and, and fame and shit like that. Yeah. And I wondered, like, as he said that, it made me sit there and think, like, I wonder if he still would consider this heaven. Yeah. Like, all this shit that's happened now in the last, like, 10 years. Yeah. You know? Because you're not, you know, the, the newly famous golden mm-hmm. boy that he was then. Yeah. You know... You you've you've been through all of this shit. You've put us through a yes. bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I wonder. I how really he feels it, about this shit. It really would make me like, and I and like maybe not honestly, he'd ever answer that. Maybe he'd always like, yo, no, I love it. Like blah blah blah. But like, if you could make him honestly answer, does he still think the fame is heaven now? Yeah. And. I, I want I like like you said I don't I don't think he'd give you because like he you know he's talked about like the fame and stuff like that being part of the reason why his mother passed and like the pressure and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff like I really wonder 
if he still thinks like, oh man, this is heaven. Like I'm living in heaven now. Um, yeah. Like I said, it was dope in the sense that like you got to see him perform some songs that he doesn't really perform very much anymore. And like, I like the ability to sit and watch it in my house, excuse me, on Amazon. Cause I could then fucking fast forward it. Like when I didn't want to hear right. a song, I'd be like, ah, I could just fast right, forward right. this song. <laughs> like, Oh, that's from Jesus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not listening to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I really was like, you know, I enjoyed listening to some of the older stuff, maybe miss some of the older yay type thing. Um, yeah. But, uh, and it looked uh, visually. I thought it was a dope show, like visual, visually wise. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wish Drake was in it a little more. I wish they would have done some more stuff. And you know, it was a free Larry Hoover event, and you know, that's freedom all. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. Um, it was dope. Uh, I, I I did check that, and that that, that really stood out to me. I, like, I just li- when I heard that line, I was like, man, I wonder if he really would think that still. Like yeah. this, this is heaven now. Um, but that already stuck out. Like it made me think for a little while. Like, man, that's 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 interesting. I wonder if he still thinks that. Yeah. Um, I was the other day. I was watching um, just clips on YouTube. I didn't watch the whole film. Um, mm-hmm. But the Chappelle Block Party and the scene where Ye comes out and Ye just to you know show you where he was on the food chain. He was performing like early in the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't rocking, you know, uh, the the primetime hours, so to speak. Right, right. And, like, it's crazy because I was just watching. He's doing, uh, uh, what the fuck? Um, uh, I got the bounce like hydraulics. I got Mm -hmm. in my pocket like wallets. Get them high. Mm -hmm. Do, 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 do. And I'm I'm like watching this shit. I'm like, fuck, this shit is so good. Uh, and then they, you know, they brought out the marching band, and mm-hmm. he did Jesus Walks. And I was like, yo, this dude was so powerful. Is so powerful. I don't want to take it away from it. Is so powerful. You know, there's a reason why collectively as a culture, people won't let go of him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even, definitely. You know, through like making bad records, through. Um, saying like the most reprehensible things in public, supporting Trump, mm-hmm. all of that shit. That magic that he, you know, revealed on records and sometimes still does. That's why niggas can't stop fucking with him. And some people who don't care. Some people yeah, yeah. who are just like, you know, oh, you know, he, you know, uh he says like and does like slime ball things i don't give a fuck there's some people who legitimately don't give a fuck but i feel like um just watching especially that jesus walk shit that shit was so powerful it just made me think i was like damn he's on some completely different shit now and there's a reason why people still love him even through mm-hmm. you know the the most terrible turn that he's taken in a lot of ways. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> like, even when you're watching the the concert thing, like, you're watching him perform these songs that now are, like, 10 years old and shit. And yeah. you're like, he has all the energy behind it. And, like, mm-hmm. like he still enjoys those songs. And one thing that's, that's funny is that he, 
he starts off doing the songs. I think like Jesus Walk is one of the earlier ones, and like there's a couple of songs, but like he's not cursing at first. Yeah, yeah. And like he's he's not saying the n word, and he's not yeah. yeah, and he's not doing curses, right? Um, because he like he does Gold Digger, and he's like you know she broke a broke a broke, and like I'm uh-huh. like oh okay, like he you know he's trying to be on message. This was his thing. Like Donda had no cursing and all that kind of stuff. Cool. But then after a while, like it just he just falls into it. Then he's just saying, let him fly. Yes, and he's just letting him go. And I was just like, I get it, man. Like you, like you're into the show at this point. You know, yeah. you're doing, you know, amazing, or you're doing like uh, the uh, wait till I get my money right. Like, yeah, he's into it. And so, like all the other stuff, like he's just into the songs and. Um, so like I just think he wasn't consciously even like trying to edit himself anymore. Um, yeah, but no, it was like I said, it was enjoyable. I think people, yeah, you know, if you in, if you want to watch it, check it out. Like you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Um, if you're a big Drake fan and you want to see Drake, bef- Drake, don't bother because he's there for <laughs> yeah. literally. He don't comes, worry about it. He I, Drake. I mean, Kanye does one of Drake's songs, but it's just Kanye doing the song. Oh shit. Um and uh. Then it's um, then like and like so you and like there's some scenes of Drake like up on stage like put like rapping the lyrics a little bit like up on top, and then yeah. there's um, then he when he does um, the joint with Jeezy, Drake comes down and is like dancing with him, but like and like maybe doing some background <laughs> vocals, but that's it, and then they do yeah. uh. Uh, the joint that they do together where he's like uh, um, the joint with Drake and, and Kanye and I think Eminem's on it too that record yeah 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 that I want this shit forever man yeah I want this shit forever man yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever, man. Mr. West is in the building yeah that oh, one know, kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah they yeah. do that and then like <laughs> that's the end of the show and like they just go like alright peace and I just like what? bounce out <laughs> and it's just like wow alright y'all and there's also he has like the Sunday choir thing that was it Sunday service the Sunday service yeah, choir. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has them like they're the first like 20 minutes of the the concert. Like oh, shit. I was like I wasn't yeah. expecting that. Like you know what I mean? Right. But like they're doing like a good like 15 to 20 minute thing before the whole thing starts. Shit. And um, I was like they got more screen time than fucking guy and then Drake got which is wild. Yeah. Um. But no, I get it, and, uh, and like I said, if you dig them, check it out. It's, you know, if you have Amazon, you know, watch it. Like you know, you can watch it for free. So you know, yeah. Um, and you know, free and Larry Hoover is a you know is shit we can get behind. So you know, what yeah. I mean? It's bugged out that they doing that. Like yeah, yeah. Is I I didn't expect any of this course of action. No, <laughs> this uh, sequence of events is yeah, yeah is is a surprise. I, and also, I wonder if like. Um, because I know Virgil, I, I know Virgil didn't pass before they announced that they had squashed their beef. But I wonder, you know, they're inside circle for Virgil, and I wonder if, um, knowing that he might pass soon, Virgil was like, "Hey, man, you guys should like squash your shit." And I know, yeah. uh, my man in Texas helped put it together, Jay um, Prince. Jay Prince. I couldn't think of his name. Uh, yeah. yeah. I know Jay Prince helped squash that. And I wonder if that's a whole little thing of like, you know, Virgil being like, yo, man, we should really, like, you guys got to squash this shit. And then Jay Prince yeah. being like, yo, you should squash this shit. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, life too short, man. Unless a motherfucker seriously violated you. Yes. Yeah. 
I don't have an enemy in the world outside of capitalism. Yeah. You I, know I, what I mean? I, I don't I don't want that. Like I even I had a big falling out with a very close friend of mine just like a month ago and like a couple like a week or so ago, uh, they reached out and we squashed it. And yeah. just being like, Hey, like I still love you. Like I was upset in the moment and the situation yeah, yeah. upset me and like I probably said something, you know, harsher than I would normally say and you she and they were like, Oh, well, I didn't realize that would upset you the way that it did. So like blah blah yeah. blah blah. And so like we just squashed it and just was like, It is what it is. We're still friends. I didn't I never hated you. Like, you know what I mean? There was no right. hatred. We got into an argument and it, but I'm an adult, man. Like what the fuck? Like, I don't like like you said, like, dude, life is way too short. And if you really care about that person and you like that person, then squash that shit, man. Like life yeah. is short, man. For real. Yeah. Um But let's get into some new music. Do you listen to anything new this week? Yeah, yo, um, you know, good friend of the podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the best MC to come out of the city of Philadelphia. Not my named, man reached uh, the lost call. Not named Thought. I, I wasn't even going to qualify that. I, I, I was just going, I feel that. I was just going to say it, let it rock. My man Reef the Lost Cause and Caliph Now, their album Reef the Lost Cause is alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, this shit is so good. Yes, <laughs> like, it's yep. so dude. Good. That first track, that Batman Returns joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fucking good, man. This whole shit's like a movie. Yeah, and it really it's like is like a movie. I was in the crib playing this shit. I had my shirt off. <laughs> I had some camo on. You know what I mean? And just like uh, doing burpees and shit. <laughs> Yeah. Playing this shit, it's like it's like superhero theme music. Yeah, it really is. It really is. He, some really dope stuff on there. Uh, and yeah, like you said, first of all, Reef is like top tier of the top tier of the top yeah. tier. You know what I mean? Like he's a nasty, nasty MC, and he gives you that on here. But he's also like ex- like exploring and doing like topical stuff and and stuff of like you know storytelling and all that like so it's not just like bar 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 you down bar you down bar you down like he's really different yes different colors and shit yeah yeah absolutely um yeah it's reef the lost cause is alive is a fucking amazing record um it's so good it might be like the most enjoyable record that i've heard from him in college but like it's just yeah it's just um the serious parts are serious mm-hmm. the fun parts are like batshit crazy yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean okay corral is crazy yes um yes. the joint uh with i i went to uh the gig that they did at mm-hmm. ort leaves because ort leaves is like not far from our crib at all um so i went over there and it was it was the first show i'd been to um, like show show yeah. since uh COVID happened. I I you know I've been to like we go to like little some oh so and so's DJ and over here like go holla at them. But like a show was the first show I had been to uh since the COVID thing jumped off and seeing them do these songs got me hype for the album. Yeah, you know what I mean. Eat you alive is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Like it's it's got like this like new wave. 80s feel i felt like i was in like the danceateria doing Madonna <laughs> or some shit you know what i mean like it's just it's ill because the reason why i say like this is uh one of the more like enjoyable records that i've heard them do 
is because like the bars are crazy and the songs are well put together and then musically it's all over the place mm-hmm. and like it's surprising in certain ways so yeah this shit it's like um they be dropping like the late late in the year albums i think the last yes. one came late in the year but this this is like definitely like one of my favorites of 2021 i'm gonna try to slip it on some some list next year when we do the 2022 list i'm gonna try to slip the joint on there you know what i mean see if like uh the editors will allow that shit but yeah this shit is like it's definitely one of the strongest most unique records i've heard this year yeah it's it's really good man i got to sit down and talk with him about it for an article and um, just talk about the process. You know, he 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 did uh, obviously he did an album, Reef the Lost Cause is Dead, about um ten years ago, and he had yeah. talked about like possibly this beat that being his last record at the time. Like he was just like frustrated with a lot of stuff, um, yeah. and you know he and now you know he dropped several albums since then and a ton of work since then and um like I asked him about this and he, him being like and basically being like yeah like this is just how I see like see it now like i see like i I don't feel like everything is over because i'm not at a certain level like i i I can see where my success is and like what i can do with that and how i can also explore a ton of other stuff you know what i mean so yeah man it's a great record man really great record and people should go check it. it's on Bandcamp, only on Bandcamp. i don't know if they're at a certain point he may put it on streaming who knows but only on Bandcamp. but you should be going to support an artist on on Bandcamp anyway i saw yeah. shout out to the homie little dave um i saw him post this um and it's completely true um where he's like hey now that you saw what your wrapped is for the year from spotify go now you have a a, a list of artists you can go buy from on ban- buy shit from on Bandcamp and go do that yeah you know what if I mean? you, you think about it if you stream a song on Spotify, an artist gets a fraction of a mm. penny per however many times you stream it. If I put up a song, if I put up an album on Bandcamp and I charge ten dollars, Bandcamp is give, giving me or uh like eight bucks off of that or like seven sixty five or what you know whatever yeah, yeah. it is. They take they take a small percentage. So that money is going directly. The lion's share of that money goes directly to the artist. Yeah, like you, you can't get no better than that. Nah, man, it, it's it's essentially very much like the the Koch formula back in the day, where like yeah. guys were probably, getting probably better. Yeah, it pro- definitely probably is. fucking better. Yeah, uh, but like very much in that vein of like, hey, the artists are getting the money from this. They're not signing a deal that like they're not getting paid at all and all that kind of shit. So if you can go support artists, go support them on, uh, on Bandcamp for sure. Yeah. Um, and real quick, I listened to, uh, another Philadelphia MC, Queen Joe, shout out to Queen mm-hmm. Joe, um, Queen Adelphia. Uh, and it's a really good record. Um, yeah, I think it's only like super do- fucking dope MC, dope human being. Yes. All of that shit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, Check it out. It's all on. It's on streaming services. Check that out. It's she's a you know she would essentially she's a rapper, but she raps pretty much over like house type beats. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's um, very much in the vein of like that house music 
and hip hop feel. It's like some shit you would play at a party. Yes. And like the beat dropping and she come in flowing. You go, oh shit, what the fuck is this? You know yeah, what I the, mean? The, the joint feast that she has like a video for, that joint is insane. Yeah. Um, Fenty on is like a really sexy song. Like, you know what I mean? Um, like, it, it's a really, it's super dope record. Check it out. Like I said, it's on streaming services all over the place. It's probably up on Bandcamp as well. So, like, if you want to go support it, go and support it and buy it. Um, yeah. But check out both those records. Uh, Reef the Lost Cause is Alive and Queen Joe, um, Queen Adelphia. And that's Joe, J-O, um, no mm-hmm. E at the end. Um, but and, and she, like you said, super awesome human being. She's helping the whole city, the whole arts community in the city and getting people set up with grants and all types of shit like that. She's an amazing yeah. person. So... Um, definitely check out both those records and support whenever you can. If you see a show coming up, go check them out. Um, yeah. Besides that, we can start wrapping up. Uh, number 200 next week. It's going to be a celebration. Uh, you know, we may, you know, 100, we were drinking champagne. We were in the same house. So <laughs> this year we yeah, won't yeah. be able to drink champagne in, in the same house. But, you know, who knows? I might send a bottle over to uh, my brother and let him drink yeah. that while I drink all mine. Um, celebrate sniff of eighth you know? yeah celebrate sniff of eighth baby. like I, that's already in the plan i sniff of eighth before every episode so that's a given yeah um but yeah episode 200 next week it'll be christmas week too we'll do some christmas talk too like um yeah. we're gonna have fun uh we're gonna enjoy ourselves there will be no like normally we do a you know oh these are our top five records for the year thing you know i don't know if we really need to do that this year we've done it pretty regularly i think we can just go off and just talk about like shit that we enjoyed this year shit like that we don't really need to be like formulaic um, a list yeah 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 exactly like a whole list thing i think we could just talk about shit that we really enjoyed um but aside from that you know we have the vivo channel uh serious rap shit vivo you can look at put it right in your search bar all one word on youtube go subscribe there we have a ton of stuff going up another what if um rap collaborations uh things coming uh, coming up i think in another in a couple days um huh and there's a whole bunch of shit shit goes up there every couple of days and you know you're guaranteed to enjoy it there's there's whole pri- like whole ex- bonus episodes that are up there fucking mm-hmm. hour long episodes 40 minute episodes of just extra stuff um we have the website seriousrapshit.com you can grab merchandise there we have the mugs the hoodies the t-shirts the beanies all of it go grab something support jackets go grab something and support your uh your boys um Oh, you can get us on social media at Serious Rap Shit, uh, Serious Rap Shit um, also on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. Um, Indy underscore SRS on Instagram and Twitter. Um, go give us a follow. Uh, that's where you can keep up to date with all the shit that's going on. Um, big shit going on in the next year, man. We have some big plans, big projects that we're working on. So, you know, we're really excited about stuff, man. And, you know, we hope you guys are, are good out there and in you know, staying warm. The weather's kind of crazy. And anybody who listens to this um, in the areas that was affected by the tornado that just hit a couple of days ago, you know, we're sending love and, and prayers your way. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, fuck, you know, this country doesn't do enough for like natural disaster stuff. So sending y'all all the, the, the love if anybody out there is listening in those areas that are affected by any kind of natural disaster shit, sending y'all love. Um, so that's that. We'll be back next week. Peace. Peace. Me and my friend take his fat, 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 fat